to the Stanley Street Social presented by MAP. My name is Alex Clements, and if you do need some new kit, make sure you head to map.cc. They've just released their new training collection uh, in a bold range of colors. Today's podcast is actually drop one. There's there's two parts to this. Um, we did a live show with Max Gorn, Melbourne Football Club captain, and Campbell Flatmore and myself to chat about all the racing that's going on, the Welter, that's coming up tomorrow night, the Flanders Classic that was on last night, and the Giro that's currently uh, going on. We, yeah, chat to Max about that. And then also I just did a podcast just then with uh, Jai Hinley. He's in third, currently sitting third overall in the GC for the uh, at the Giro and uh, picked up third on last night's stage. If you haven't checked out that stage too, it's worth having a look at. I chat to have a quick chat with Jai to get an update on his Giro d'Italia team somewhere that just seemed to be crushing it everywhere and do a little bit of insight to what he's thinking at the Giro. So that'll be dropped straight after this, depending on the order you're listening. It could be before this. So there's an interview with Jai and this podcast to go into a little bit more depth about uh, the races that's going on at the moment. As always, for the rest of the Giro, Campbell and myself, every day, 5.30, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, we'll be going live, uh, doing our daily show. So if you do want to join the conversation or catch up afterwards, you can uh, watch the recording also on all those platforms. But if you do want to join the conversation, 5.30, you can um, ask questions, uh, provide feedback, and we really do uh, appreciate people tuning in and providing their opinion. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you also can catch up with the episode with Jai. And uh, as always, if you do need some new kit, MAP have just released their new training collection. It's online at map.cc. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Stanley Street Social. We're just getting a bit of feedback there, Max. I'm sorry, just you you crashing and banging around. Can you stop unpacking stuff on the? <laughs> uh, maybe I'll move. Maybe I'll move out of the kitchen. Actually, that could be smart. Me, me, and Campbell will we'll do the intro while you get uh, set up. We're here. We're here for the Stanley Street Social Podcast, presented by Map. My name's Alex Clemens. I'm here with Campbell Flakemore and Melbourne Football Club captain Max Gorn to chat about everything that's going on at the moment. The Ronde was on last night. The Giro got hot last night. And, um, of course, out of nowhere, the welter starts tonight. Who would have thought? Start tonight or tomorrow? 20th? Mm, 20th, which is... Starts, starts tomorrow, I think. Tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow. tomorrow night. Tuesday. Tomorrow night. Tuesday. Yeah. And, Starting and a you brought... on a Tuesday. But you pointed out, which I did not pick up on, uh, 18 stages. Yeah. Yep. Again, I'm not sure whether that's been a like a recent thing or they've always planned on having that considering it's the back end of the year. But it's, mm. uh, yeah, a grand tour with 18 stages, still two rest days. So for Primos, who, who's you know faded in the last couple of days, it's good for him. We, uh, we might touch on the, the Ronde. Flanders on last night first kick things off. Um, boy, it didn't disappoint. We, t- we were talking about on the unpack last night. It started a bit early. Um, lots of time to lure you in. And uh, I got lured. <laughs> I got lured. It was I, a I, I was good there. race. 
did you tune in, Max? What I did. did you and they, it, and uh, they your function. No, I, I just got back in time when they were um, about 90k to go when, when Boysenhagen went for that random attack that he did. Um, just to let everyone know he was riding. Uh, <laughs> and then it just got it just got really good from then. Mm. We saw the big boys, the creams rose to the top. Everyone was there that we expected. And uh, the big talking point heading into the race, Matthew versus Van Aert, the two ex-cyclocross boys um, going head-to-head and... It wasn't them that started it, but those two were outstanding. Um, a little bit, a little bit of a disappointing event, though. We saw Alaphilippe make the move, make the move that went. Uh, Mathieu went with him, and it wasn't long before Vanderpol was hot on their heels, and that was pretty. That it wasn't out and out. That was the race done, but. Quickstep had their boys behind, like we talked about last night. The three big names were in the front of the race uh, before it all went a little bit pear-shaped for Quickstep. Yeah, well, it all it, it it kind of seemed like it happened quickly. Those three were suddenly away, and the race was done. But it's the sort of race where it's just full gas from like a hundred k to go, and it's just that like accumulation of of fatigue that that sets in, and then the big boys, like you said, they they rise to the top and it was super disappointing to see Alaphilippe go out the way he did because he was he was looking super strong. I honestly didn't think he would be that good on, on the parve with, with the big boys, but he was looking incredible. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just a, a racing incident. It was only a couple of days ago, Alex, we were talking about the motos and how they're you know, not involved in as many crashes mm. as what we think and then they're front and centre last night. But super disappointing, but... I guess the the two big boys, the two northern boys, um, yeah, we're probably going to be there anyway. Kino yeah. gave him a little whack when he was on the ground as well. Um, what called did he, him say? A bit of, he called him a, he called him a showman, Kino, and said, uh, "I think he was softening the actual blow that Alaphilippe had done." And then the replay came, and Kino sort of went back on his words. <laughs> um, it, was, it was a pretty big hit. Quick step sort of cooked themselves. They were in uh, that that little group of four, which involved Betty Ol. Um, and they had two riders in there, and they weren't riding uh, to obviously because they were happy with Ella Philippe in the position he was in. If they had a road, that would have been a group of seven with three quick step riders, and potentially quick step. Well, I don't know if one of them could have got over um, that extreme finish, but it gave them more options. So quick step sort of shot themselves and put all their eggs in one basket. Like, mm. yeah, I agree because they normally like to have as many guys in the front as possible, and. I think it was as green and maybe Senechal who were following that group of Betiol, but uh, as green tried to go across after they kind of sat up a little bit, didn't get there. But yeah, you're right; they shot themselves in the foot when Alaphilippe went down. That was the end of their race. But uh, yep. I'm sure they would have rather had four into seven, whatever it would have been three and three into uh, into seven, and just work over the the two cyclocross boys because. Um, you're never going to beat them in a sprint, but at least with with numbers you could attack. So, yeah. surprising to see them not have extra numbers there. But um, yeah, those those two cyclocross boys are such ballers, so good to watch. You also would have thought that Alaphilippe would have come third in that sprint on paper, raw raw power. Um, 
those two he guys would have kept he would have kept firing shots though he would have fired shots he would have yeah. kept attacking yeah, but for Quick Step to have those numbers, it was what we were talking about last night. It was like, you're going to take every guy off the top of the team sheet and then there's going to be four Quick Step blokes in the group, which almost happened for them. Um, but it wasn't to be. What did we uh, What did we make of Matthew running the White Knicks? I liked it. No gloves too. It was a big mm. move on both fronts, I think, for the Ronde. I just like this uh, from a from a um, what do you call a cycling team that aren't in the top tour? Um, I think it's pro, pro, I think it's pro, pro, pro series, pro, yeah. pro tour maybe. Just, just a pro tour team, just wearing whatever he wants. He looked he looked the part, and Van Art did it. Um, Van Art socks didn't match his shoes. Uh, I'm not sure if Jumbo Visma are going to get on top of that, but. Um, he definitely did look the part. One of them, uh, just to be able to hold off uh, Wote on that last 200 metres, every time the the attack was delayed from what Van Aert, I thought he would win because it's pretty hard to, to stop someone over 100 metres who's been on your wheel the whole time. But the power, hey? Yeah. I, I, I don't know whether we've just like we've been exposed to Van Aert the last couple of months and he's just been in the front of our mind. And I didn't really give Van der Poel much of a chance in a, in a one V one sprint. I thought he was going to try something on the last two climbs, probably the Pattersburg, the the very last one, but he obviously knew something we didn't that he's, he's super strong, super quick because Van Art was winning bunch kicks at the Tour de France. And it wasn't a, it was a, it was far from a regulation sprint, but how was the punch off the line when he's given it a, a slight glance? He saw Van Arts coming and it's just like after the, the raw strength was wild. He mm. was out of control yeah. for both of them, but um, match you from the front. We don't mind that at all, but I, I was in the same boat as you Campbell. I'm like both from a spectator point of view and from a race point of view. I'm like, surely he's going to go on one of these climbs. He's got to go on one of these climbs. Um, mm. But no worries. Oh, he didn't clean up, but uh, he's taken the sprint from the front, <laughs> from the front of the two. And yeah, to, to Max, your point before, like pro series team, um, he's just got he's just got that element of rock star about him whereas van art's very seems very down to earth no nonsense just with his jumbo of his uh, he doesn't have the national champs jerseys on like match you there's there's big energy coming out of the match you camp when they when they sat in the team bus pre the ride for match you do you reckon the other five six riders are actually thinking they're going to be able to play a role uh within the within the day <laughs> I think, yeah, did he have one teammate that kind of featured in the semi-finale? Yeah, I think they were, they were there or thereabouts. But, I mean, I guess we're, we've been talking a little bit about, like, teammates getting up for leaders. I imagine if you got a guy like Matthew, you'd you'd rise up a couple of levels and, and yeah, get up to the occasion and try and be as part, a part of it for as long as possible. But, um, yeah, just maybe because Van der Poel hasn't been as, as busy Perhaps as as Van Aert, he probably wasn't in the front of our minds, but um, he he just looks he looks so good. He just looks so he just looks like he's meant to be on a bike. Like I guess his grandfather won the Vuelta. His dad was a 
a world champion and a multiple classics winner. So like, that's probably why he, he looks good on a bike because he's, he was meant to do it. They both probably mm-hmm. win the bunch sprint for third as well. They probably beat Christoph in a, in a, in a bunch sprint as well. Yeah. Can we just touch on that? Christoph third? <laughs> yeah. We talked about right talk- Yeah. Is it, Max, we've been, we've been banging on about this uh, team energy, like UAE coming off the tour, big team energy, McNulty at the Giro, Christoph here, Jumbo Visma, heaps going on. Is it true? You're gonna, does it relate to footy? Like you're coming off a win, there's good vibes within the squad and it just flows throughout. It gives everyone everyone a piece of the pie, everyone a piece of purpose. 100%. You have to capitalise on momentum when you have it. Um, the the buses for those teams, I'm guessing, would be sky high with confidence um, and probably where Richmond are at now would be the team that I'd, um, I'd put up with maybe Jumbo. Um, as the dominant team that just have so much confidence in, in, in their game plan and what they bring that whatever gets thrown at them, they just have the confidence to to, to match it and beat it. Um, and, you, and you are seeing that with with uh, UAE and Jumbo and Ineos prob- probably at the moment as well. Um, they're really just going strength to strength. Ineos could win another two or three stages. So. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Um... Anything else you wanted to touch on last night? Obviously, yeah, big news. Christoph third, UAE continue to dominate. Quick step, very unlucky. Very unlucky, like yeah. we've touched on. And the two cross yeah. boys just going wild, doing what they want. Another, how's, another... The, how's the timing, though, that like these two come to the top kind of last year, this year, at the same time? Two cross boys, absolutely out of this world and just dominating the sport at the same time. Yeah, I think it's a little bit like track racing, I think, Alex. Like you can do it do it for a bit, but there comes a point where you're kind of doing the same thing. You, you, you're versing the same people and you just want to change. So when you get to like that 22, 23, you're looking for a change, jump on the road. Although I think Machu is still signed with this team for another three years. So he obviously wants to continue to be able to do yeah. his mountain bike and he's cyclocross while winning Flanders. So if you can do all that, get the big invites to all the big races that you want to do, it makes a lot of sense to be on a team that will pretty much do whatever you want. Mm. I do have I do have one more uh, with Flanders last night. Um, just a question, probably to you two. You probably know more about it. Why Why was Mark Cavendish riding as first? <laughs> and second, why did he have the number one jersey for Bahrain Meridia, who had Toons and Cole Bradley there, who were potentially chances to win? Does, does it say something that this could be, this could really be it, the end of the line? I don't know, Max, no. if you caught it, but he's been putting himself in moves as well. Yeah, like, I, his I, last I, couple I, of races, he's done his, um, Skelter Price, he was in the breakaway. Yeah. Um, he was he was he was, he was dropped he was dropped before I tuned in last last night. Yeah, yeah, Gant Welvergen as well. I think he was in the breakaway. Um, and and there's that interview going around where he's he can hardly get his he's words confused. out. It's so so emotional that this could be the end for one of the greatest sprinters ever. Um, I saw a headline today that uh, Patrick Lefevre. He said uh, his his heart says yes to re-signing him, but his head says no. Mm. So I don't know. Would, would you sign Mark Cavendish? Like we talk about it all the time, 30-plus stages of the tour. 
best sprinter of all time. But is there any value in, in bringing him in to a squad for a year, maybe mentoring some young guys or something? I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not mm. sure. I, I don't think so. Mm. Also, you never Kodak, know. Is he... Like for his, his career, I don't know. What, what do you think, Max, like at the end of your career, is for someone that good, like he's not just a really solid rider that's won one or two stages. He won 30 stages of the tour and a bucket load of other things. Like to go back, to take a step back and – like maybe, I don't know, go in a mentoring role, be a part of a lead out. Can you do that? Does that work? No. I mean, Israel Cycling might come knocking. They've got grapple who's <laughs> moving on, surely. So Cav might just slip into the big big grapples uh, spot. Um, no, it's, it's it's definitely there. There's evidence in, in AFL, um, which is probably as not as hard of a sport conditionally, but um, is up there in terms of team sports, in terms of how your body has to be. And um, I, Luke, Luke Hodge, Grant Birchall, these sort of guys continuing on their career at Brisbane. Um, probably not right at the end like like, like Cav is, but there, there, there definitely is a, a team role if you're able to still provide something out on the field for football, but out on the out on the road for cycling. So if he can provide something... Um, I'm sure Grapple was providing some sort of experience at the tour um, for the for the Israel boys. Um, he, I, from all reports, he was leading the Gruppetto at, at, at a certain point. So maybe maybe there is a role for Kev there somewhere. I just think this year as well, Alex, with a few teams folding, it's probably not the year to be looking for a kind of a farewell contract. Mm. There's a lot of riders on the market hunting for a job. So it yeah. could be a tricky year to look for that final sort of hoo-ha. And for Patrick to Lefebvre, I don't think he signs riders with his heart. No. I think, he's, he's, he I think he would be a cold-blooded killer until he, he, he turns to his heart, though, when something happens to his riders. <laughs> That's it's what I was about emotion. to ask. Has there, has there been anything floating around the internet today about the motorbike incident? Any, any quotes from Wilfred Peters or Patrick Lefebvre? I haven't seen anything about suing or uh, wanting to take down other riders yet, but <laughs> who knows? Just one more thing I want to touch on was Oliver Nason was really strong last night, just yeah. missing those moves. He was always pulling hard on the front, looked super-duper strong, got away on the Partersburg, I think it was, or maybe it was the Quaramont, um, trying to ride in for third solo. Next year with GVA heading to that team, that's a nice little, nice little tandem, I think, for these these coupled races. Yeah, there's a couple of other guys too, isn't there? Heading there, we we're looking at it the other day. It's like uh, yeah, the young twenty heading there. Young Gulls, their twenty twenty one squad is pretty hot for the classics. Mm, yeah. Um, um, Adam Sims is just saying on Facebook that Patrick has blamed the moto. So, love to see is it the quotes. moto's fault? I don't think so. You see it a lot, motorbikes pulling to the side. Maybe there's an argument that he didn't pull off to the side fast enough or I don't know. It's all happening so quick. I don't think the guys in the front, Wood Van Aert or um, Van Der Poel, like hooked him 
or anything like that. I just think it was just a bit of a moment of loss of concentration and paid a pretty big price. Mm. What do you think? Do you think it was any like anyone's fault or just a racing no, incident? No, I think it was just a racing incident. They're going full yeah. noise. They're at full, like above threshold. He's chopping off with two of the strongest blokes in the world and uh, all of a sudden there's a bike there. Just Those two were late to, late to see it um, and he was the unfortunate one. Yeah. Do we want to run through the other teams or should we move on to the Giro? I think we've kind of got everything that we wanted to touch on, uh, ex- except for CCC. Trentin yep. not being there in that group of 20. I know they went back to the team car and Valerio Piva was like, the race is done. We don't have anyone there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, really, you expected Trentin to be there. And also another guy who probably should have been there given what his team was doing earlier in, in the race and the form that he had was Mads Pedersen. He missed that that group of 20, just didn't quite have the legs, especially with the team on the front in the early doors. It was a little bit disappointing, I think, from Mads, who we probably expected a little bit more from. He, um, he just seems like he's always on the back foot. Every time he saw a split go, it was like Mads was chasing across, Mads was chasing across, Mads was chasing across. He was never there. Yeah. He was never in the mixer. No. The other one too, I thought um, you would have liked to see in the front group for him and his squad, Michael Valgren, just, in, just miss, miss that last move. NTT, no one in the front. Um, mm, yeah. Out of contract next year. A little bit disappointing. Hasn't quite, hasn't quite hit the straps of 2018 when he was, mm. when he was a big favorite for these sort of races and won uh, – Hit news blood, I think it was. So, yeah, pity for him. Giro? Yeah. Worked nicely last night. Flanders finished, and then you could roll straight into the Giro, the last 12Ks. So, truth be told, I only saw the, the final climb, but I think that's probably all we're going to be talking about. Yeah. There is, there is no there is no way you could predict the top 10 over the final climb last, last night. <laughs> is, I know. <laughs> it was a genuine raffle. I didn't know what was going on at some point. <laughs> oh, but it, it, you could say that for pretty, excluding the time trials, you could pretty much say that for every every stage of this race. You probably could. Um, do you want to lead this one out, Max, with your boy? There's, there's, there's a bit going on last night. Uh, it, was an, it was an exciting day. Um, I'm not sure if any of us have confirmed their Volta roster, but I'd, I'd, I'd send Teo straight, straight over. <laughs> um, his, form is, his form is like that at, at, at the moment. If only he, have to, did, he didn't have to wait for G on, uh, on stage three and waste all that. On oh, stage two, which stage did he crash and got back on? Uh, stage three, yes. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, Teo obviously won and looked like he had a lot more uh, maybe riding conservatively with the Sunweb boys um, could have potentially attacked them for mine as well. But um, the Aussie boy Jai uh, was super and looked almost stronger than Wilco. Um, and then, yeah, from there, um, the two Bora boys sort of blew it, Conrad and and, and, and Rafa. Um and Nibley and full saying losing lots of time and pots of ego. I'd NTT yeah. were on the front oh. for the majority of the stage. I didn't know what was going on in pots of ego. But it could open the door for a, a, a Ben O'Connor attack over these last couple of days, though. 
Mm. I don't know if you mentioned him, Max, but me and Cam have been getting awfully excited about Pozzavivo and his prospects. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, oh, dear. Oh, dear. We just got let down. We were given, we were just teased by his his team right in the front before the TT. He does a very good TT for, for him. And then big summit finale. We're expecting him to, to take time out of everyone. And he's one of the first big names to go out the back. But what's exciting, Alex, for, for Australia is that it was Chris Hamilton who absolutely split the group to pieces, didn't he? Mm, it was. He was in- yeah, he did the damage. It was. It was Jumbo-esque. All of a sudden, somewhere were on the front there, the three big boys there, two Australians, um, and Chris Hamo was just doing work. He was doing heaps. Yeah, and I, I agree with um, Andy Matthews in the comments and Max. I think Jai looked better than Wilco. Wilco was hanging on the whole climb, had nothing when it came to the kick, and it would have been nice to see, to see maybe, I don't know, Jai get... I think when Jai went, he was kind of attacking and then he was forcing yeah. the others to follow. Taylor got straight in the wheel and then he just rode, rode AK. And I think Max is probably right again that Tao probably could have dipped in a, a, a bit earlier, 1K to go, try and take some time. But I think he'll take the stage. And, I mean, looking at him last night, he's, is he now the favourite? Like, Am I it going too a, far? It makes a fascinating last week because – Sunweb, you'd think, uh, I'm not uh, high up in, in the cycling world, but I would definitely chuck in a two-prong attack at some point with both of them because Jai will, um, if he went up the road, I'm pretty sure Quickstep would have to ride. Um, and then, obviously, Ineos, uh, we've seen their form with their whole team. If they start riding for Teo, um, and Quickstep have been good with Masnada and Knox, it's, it, it actually... For an interesting Giro, it throws in a real curveball for this last week. And I think you want to be in pink, I, I dare say, with the insecurity of what the Giro is going to bring. I think you want to be in the pink tomorrow, tonight. That's not a bad shout. Mm. I mean, Almeida was riding that way. I've never seen anyone dig in as as hard for as long as, <laughs> as what he was doing. I mean... Who dangles like that for 8K? <laughs> Normally you dangle, you dangle, and then you blow and you lose two minutes. He he just did not go anywhere. So hats off to him. He did it all by himself. No team team support. I think Knox and Masnada were, were not too far behind. But, yeah, we said he was going to start to crack a little bit, Joao. But if that's that's kind of the extent of his cracking, then he can stay within within reach and there's still that TT on the last day as well, which you can you can mm. take time probably out of most guys. But again, it's the youth. It's 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 taken the cycling world by storm. Mm. Um, all the all the damaging. Uh, not sure how old Wilco is. He seems like he's been young forever. Twenty nine <laughs> now. 30? Yeah, but uh, Teo and Teo and Almeida, like they're just it's all these young talent um, that are rising to the top. You'd have to think now that Ineos will shift their focus, saying, "You know what, boys, maybe don't go sniffing out the moves anymore. Let's let's go for Gogenhart, probably the best climber. Probably based off of last night, you say him and Jai, probably the best climbers in the race. So you'd almost want some support around around Teo now, and maybe setting him up for for an attack on one of these these big big stages coming up. I don't. Mm. I'm not sure if tonight's tonight. I think tonight's. 
Um, I think it's just a couple of little bumps. They go over a circuit and do the same hill three or four times, I think. Um, rest day, rest day night and then, yeah. Oh, rest, yeah, rest day, yeah, next, the next stage. Yeah. That's been the um, other piece, but, though, in this Giro. You see these stages with just little humps and bumps and then all of a sudden the GC boys are going wild over the last climb. There's There seems to be no stone unturned on any stage with maybe that inkling of, the race will the race continue will the race go on you can see it you can um, see uh, tomorrow's stage happening already you can see Bora will get to the front they'll end up dropping Sagan and, and there'll be and there'll be 15 <laughs> people there'll be 15 people left and Ulysses probably there again and he probably wins <laughs> you you would love to see Jai just given a little bit more free reign Andy Matthews touches on this touches on this in the comments if Jai went up the road with an attack, it risks Wilco getting dropped in the chase. Wilco's got the strength in the time trial. Jai's obviously climbing superb. It'd be nice to see them go wild. Although, what do you do when Jai's up the road with Teo? But they've got they 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 still have, I think, two of the top ten strongest domestiques outside of Jai. In obviously Chris and and Sam Uman who hasn't mm-hmm. done much yet, but um, I feel like they could protect uh, Wilco if Jai if Jai went. You're a big Uman fan, aren't you? Always has been. <laughs> yeah. I'm just You're waiting for something. On <laughs> but yeah, let's mm-hmm. like just, you just look at this top ten and just go, what is going on here, like? Teo, well, Wilco, Jai, Almeida, Micah, Conrad, Knox, and then in eighth, ninth, and tenth is Bill Bow, Fulsang, and Nibali. Like, what is going on? McNulty's going from eleventh to fourth, back to eleventh <laughs> in two stages. <laughs> we we did get quite excited about him after his TT, but I think last night was a big a big shake up in the mountains and probably showing that he's probably not quite there just yet, but yeah. still would be 11th after 14 days. It's, it's pretty, it's a pretty good going for him, but uh, yeah, like our mate 22, Jai 23 or 24, Tao. I mean, we kind of joke around a little bit that he's getting on at 25, but this is, this is like the, this is the exposure that Tao needed and it's a pity that it's come out of Geraint Thomas going down, but, um, I'm glad to see Teo get this chance to be a genuine leader. And what is he now, third? Uh, he's fourth on the general. Him and Jai picked up seven places last night hmm. um, to put themselves in the mixer. And as uh, as Max touched on, McNulty up seven for the TT, down seven for the mountaintop. What, what does... will be good for the next week will be the shark won't stop attacking and could go for hmm. long-range attacks. Mm. Um, so Vincesco well, based, will definitely get out there. Little, well, based little on fun last fact, night, little fun fact for you: Stage eighteen, uh, um, twenty sixteen Giro. He went on to win win the overall. He was four minutes and forty three seconds down on pink. So he's the sort of guy that you can never write off. But twenty sixteen, four years ago. What is he now? Thirty-five odd. Maybe doesn't have the same legs, but he's just that sort of slimy guy that you can never ever write off. I think no, we can put um, a line. I think we can put a line through Jakob Fulsang, though. Yes, I think we can put a line through Jakob. 
I'll put a line for him at the start if we, if we can go back to that episode. <laughs> yeah, you did. I also yeah. said Sunweb won't be doing what they're doing right now. Um, <laughs> I've been over, over ISO. Um, I, I, long story short, I met Cohen de Court uh, at a function in Melbourne one day. He lives in Australia for six months of the year. And I've befriended him. We talk to each other on Instagram all the time. And anyway, I've, I've just asked him his thoughts on his teammate, Vincesco. And he said... If he was a if he was a betting man or allowed to bet on cycling, he would be going hard on Vincesco. Even this is this morning he's replied to me. Yeah. So he still reckons there's some there's some ticker in the legs there. That's that's because there's intel. probably some bad weather. There's some bad weather probably on the way too, which he doesn't yeah. mind. Which he doesn't mind. I also, Cohen de Court is is currently um, uh, the cyclist in the in the cycling world in the UCI at the moment. The furthest away from his last uh, professional victory, um, and with his with the side, <laughs> with the with with the team that Trek have put out for the Volta, I think he's riding GC for them. <laughs> There's an outside chance, so there could be a stage win for Callum. There's some intel from on the ground. Mm, um, got mail. Yeah, so you've got yeah, Vincenzo and Domenico. At um, seventh and eighth now on the GC, three minutes twenty nine and three minutes fifty. Could we see the old boys, the old Italian boys, teaming up in the last week? Of the the Giro going wild on early stages. Um, uh, hope, hope, hopefully, and Bora will as so. well. Rafa and, and Patrick Conrad will both do something at some point as well. Um, the one that I worry for is Bill Bow. He's been in the long prep. And he did look a lot stronger at the start of the Giro than what he uh, is now. So he could be the one that drifts. But the rest, you know, you, you just never know. Yeah, I agree. I think the Tour is probably starting to catch up with him. With him now, he was super at the back end of the Tour. Super the first couple of weeks here. But he was he was in a little bit of difficulty last night. But, yeah, I don't know. Just the, you know, It's only three minutes, three minutes 29 and... And three fifty for Nibali and Pots of Evo, so it's it's far from uh, it's far from over. But um, against a against a twenty one uh, a twenty one year old who's never rode a three week tour that we didn't even mention in our, our in our in our, in our, in our <laughs> Giro preview. Uh, Rupert Guinness on Facebook talks about in the second week uh, after the second rest day. There is nearly always someone who produces. Uh, comes from behind stage win and puts them up on the GC. Wonder who that be or can be. And um, if anyone's followed a few Giro's, it's probably Rupert. So we look for that. Also, oh, Josh B on Facebook. Uh, oh, sorry, on, on YouTube, uh, going long. But how about Hinley to cover some early attacks from Fulsang, Domenico, Nibali, et al. Uh, to gain a little bit of time on Wilco. And they're going wild in the back end of the Giro. Well, is it is it potentially um, with the rest day someone coming from nowhere? Is it our man? Sorry, my man, Ilno Zakarin, who <laughs> actually who actually surprisingly has not been on TV once uh, in the sixteen stages that I've watched. I think I might have tipped him for the win last night. Did you? Uh, I think from the, you did. From, the, from the breakaway. I think I might have. So. 
He, uh, he, he, he can't get in the break because he's doing that awkward thing where he's trying to hold on to the GC group for as long as possible. Yeah. So he's, he's just, I don't he's, think he's that far off. He's at this awful time point of 22 minutes where you're neither here nor there. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at some other names that might might possibly be able to cause up a stir, but I think we've kind of gone through them all, probably the two Bora guys. Um, and it probably probably ends there. I don't see anyone outside of out of the top ten coming through. And unless I mean, we we put a line through Jakob, but let's see somehow comes out of the second rest day absolutely flying. Can't see it. Can't see it happening. Well, tomorrow's stage is the one that suits Jakob the most. Um, so if he's got any anything, we'll see it probably tomorrow. Mm. So. What's your what's your podium? If you could refresh your opening punt, what what's your podium? What Dude, what's gonna you know, happen? We all went we all went G, didn't we? Did we all go G? I think I went, I went Yates. Yeah. I went Gerrard. All three of mine are out of the race. I went Gerrard, well, Yates, all three and three of our three are no longer in the race. Yeah, Crosby definitely definitely is out. And and G, I don't think I went Yates for third. I'm trying to remember who I went for third. Oh, Micah. Micah, he's, 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 yeah. he's still a chance. He's your boy. So, so like, concluding that Max has won the initial tipping by having a rider in the race still, <laughs> what's what's your top three now? Uh, <laughs> uh, what, it's a raffle, yeah, isn't it? It is. Honestly, they could they could all change positions to, uh, tomorrow night. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go Kelderman because he's the only one proven proven really in that top five over a three week. So he came fourth in the in in, in the Volta, I think. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go Kelderman, which I'm sure is what um, the the bookmakers would be doing as well. Um, and then I, the, the Almeida will hold on and and Jai. So I reckon the top three stay the same. Maybe Jai. Uh, falls to being a domestique and Teo can get over. Um, yeah, but that's I can see it's staying the same. Just do you think? Do you think jo, um, Joao can keep limiting the damage? Do you think he's he's going to be okay? Well, he's got he's the best time trialist out of that group, um, so he's always got that up his sleeve. Although it's a small, tiny time trial, isn't it? It's about fifteen k. Yeah. Mm. Didn't stop him on the opening stage. No, it didn't. Uh, McNulty is just sitting there, sitting there in fifteen three to take nine stage, nine places on the final TT. Someone, <laughs> could, someone could, someone could do a Lopez and lose four or five minutes on that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you Chip say Alex. Bill Bowers, national time trial champion, Campbell? Yeah. Yep. He rolled up um, Lewis Leon at the championships before the tour. Some people uh, that I follow on Twitter were tipping him to win that uh, stage fourteen time trial, and he he, he lost three minutes, didn't he? Mm. Did Over you see Ghana. him? Did you see him on the TT rig? I he imagine that's great. He on looked the time horrendous. Trial I, just, I just remember you saying that day, like, "Oh, this guy's the national time trial champion," and then he's out of the blocks in this this TT, and he just looked rank on the TT rig. <laughs> <laughs> Especially up that first climb when the TT bikes aren't made for climbing, um, he didn't do it any favors. Max, Here's your tip, Alex. Before I uh, my mind. tip, um, 
Well, I said I said before yesterday that I'm backing Jow to win the Giro. And you so said, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick with that. I think, think I said um, Domenico um, before the stage yesterday. I'm probably going to retract that. <laughs> I think Jow one, um, Wilco two, and Nibali to go wild based off Max's intel in the third week and put himself on the podium. Okay. Max, uh, Kyle Campbell. Uh, maybe I'm getting a little bit excited off the back of last night, but I'm going to go Gergen Hart. He's going to win it. He's going to win the Giro. In the Giro. Um, yeah, I think he's going to win the Giro. And then I think I think Jai is going to come second and, and Vincenzo third. <laughs> and, it, and it changes Ineos' philosophies. Uh, going forward in all their grand tours, and they would just ride freely and pick up stages and still get the tour win. <laughs> yeah, imagine that four or five stages and the win. <laughs> Possible. Oh, they also had Rowan going wild last night in the breakaway. Yeah, just yeah. he's he's yeah. found his legs. Mm. So, I was he uh, potentially? Um, we haven't seen too much of him throughout the Giro. Um, was he resting for 13 days for the stage 14 time trial? I think so. I saw him. I saw him once. I think it was. Uh, it was like a sprint stage. Him and Ghana were were working just to keep their their GC boy in the front. That was the only time I've seen seen Rowan. But he did a good, very good TT. Only 26 seconds. I know only 26 seconds behind Ghana. So that's uh that's an improvement from from Worlds. Mm. And and looked good last night. Just a shame the GC boys were interested as well. Yeah. Should we head to the welter? It's all happening, isn't it? It's too much. It's so much are we are we all over with um the green? Uh, what color jersey do the sprinters wear? Uh, purple jersey at Jura. Demar. There's only one more flat stage, really. Um, but yeah. Sargon can Sargon could could win tomorrow night. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he definitely could. So I like Sargon. I'm I'm on I'm on him. I think he's come out of the he's come out of the tour hot. He didn't have the prep that he needed for the tour. He's raced the Grand Tour. He's come out of the first week of the Giro. He's picked up a stage. He's got that devil off his back. I like Sargon for the for the next couple of weeks. But it's gonna be, it's gonna be he, exciting. Will he pick up the jersey? I don't even really understand the jersey in the Giro. There's, <laughs> there's like what you do don't you get mean? many points. For the, you don't get many points for the intermediate, and there's some other jersey as well. The mountains. There's got to be. There's got to be a jersey that uh, Frapotti's going for. Surely, he's in every break. What's he? He's, he's going to get something. Most can most, most is there a most combative jersey? I don't even know if there is. Um, what are you talking about, Albie? I, th- I think you might have okay. your wires crossed up a bit because right. of the welter. There's yeah, go on. The welter, there's like this cross jersey, but not yeah, the that's not right. the Giro. Yeah, we've got Visconti in the KOM jersey, Demar closely followed by Sagan, 40 odd points in the uh points jersey. Did the EF fella lose the polka dot last night? The uh, blue jersey. Yep. Yeah. 
Oh, he didn't get the break. That's all right. Hmm. All right. Well, yep. Well, woofed. Um, some headlined acts here. Headed up by Jumbo. Yeah, well, just copied and pasted pretty much their tour squad. Uh, Rob, like, um, Gessick, Seb Kuss. And George. Yeah, Bennett. Oh, I did you say Bennett? Sorry. Um, George, don't worry. Your boy's in there. They, they've been... Um, They've been very public in saying that whoever's got the better legs will be the one they ride for, isn't it? Yeah, you, you think Rob? You got to ride for the you got to ride for the former champ, don't you? I think so. I think I think I, I'm interested in Tommy D though. He was pretty simple at the tour. He's like he's still recovering. He's still getting form. Tommy, Tommy D, D looked was, good in flesh. Setting up, exactly. setting up Roglic to get in that break. Exactly. I don't know. I'm just interested to see how that unfolds. Maybe they get Roglic. inspiration from from Jai Hindley and Wel- and 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 Welker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Richie and Froomey and the Dolphin a couple of years ago. Just just two of you just right away from everyone else. <laughs> but looking at the depth of the the start list, I don't know whether they're going to have that luxury. I mean, Mass is going to be good here. I think home home tour, and then I mean, what sort of shape is Chavez in? We don't really know. Chris Froome, what what Froome is coming? Thibaut Pino, like it's a pretty deep deep star list here. So, and only eighteen days. I know that doesn't seem like much of a difference to twenty one, but. There's been a couple of times where riders have come unstuck on day nineteen twenty. So does it suit Rog Roglic? I know he's he's he got unstuck in the in the tour on the last couple of days, but I think there might have been a grand tour before that one where he came unstuck on the last couple of days. So I think I like Roglic. I think I like Roglic for the win. Yeah, I'm 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 I like Jumbo Visma. I don't I don't know. I'm not gonna pick between the two yet. Um but I, I, Ineos will give something. Carapaz and Froome, mm. both there. Um, I'm not as bullish on Movistar. I, I, I do know Mass rode really well on the tour, but it's Alejandro's last uh, ever Grand Tour, um, and they're going to be all old Movistar again. They're not going to know who to ride for. Um, <laughs> and Mark, I think Mark, Mark Soler is in, in there again, and he'll want to win a stage at some point. So Movistar won't. Be around, I don't think they're their own worst enemies. Um, I, I do have one. I reckon FDJ uh, Tebow will be disappointing again, but David Gadu could be the man that slips into top fives. Mm-hmm. Um, and my disappointment of the tour in Guy Martin might try and get Cofidis a win this year. Do you know who my smokey is for this? My smokey, Alex? Yeah. I, I like Michael Woods. I like Michael Woods a lot. There's something in giving Hugh Carphy the one jersey though, isn't there? <laughs> are they uh, are they riding more for Hugh or are they gonna Well, there's Martinez there as well, who um I think it's stage fourteen or stage stage twelve, they go up the Angleroo, which is probably 
the hardest climb in in Grand Tour realms. Uh, super steep. Go go on YouTube and check it out. That you know when the riders are are riding up, the fans are literally just walking next to the riders. So super steep climb like that suits like a like a Muckle Woods. That's why I'm thinking Woods. I know it's only one climb, but you can lose a lot of time on on such a steep climb like that. Is our boy there again? T TJ Van Garden is he, he making is. an appearance? Yeah, he's there. That's good. I don't, I don't know what he's going to do, but he's there. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think of Tebow, Cambo? Ah, uh, look, he, he's let me down on several occasions in the past. Maybe it's the Vuelta. He's, he's going to feel less less pressure. Now he seems like the sort of guy that doesn't really cope too well under the the public pressure. Maybe the, the Vuelta is a little bit less of that. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not getting too excited about him. To be fair. Mm. Hasn't pinned on a number since the tour. Mm. Not that that was that long ago, but hasn't dabbled in um, a few of the few of the one days like the others have. I don't think it works well, FDJ going all in for him. I don't think he handles the pressure of the Grand Tour so much. I mean, his best results have been when he's a bit of a younger. Um, type rider where not much is expected. So yep. I urge them to go a two-prong attack and chuck David Gadu in there as well and see what he can do. Um, but I doubt they will. They seem to be all in for Tebow. Yeah. Just looking at some um, of teams are going to be passengers. Yeah. Some of which we're talking about a lot. Works just dropped it into the comments. Rob Power's first grandy. Not his first grandy, but um, it's going to be a big grandy for Rob Power. You think uh, good opportunities there too for him and Stora, both with no real uh, GC man. It's all going to be all in for stages. Lots of opportunity, and it's the welter. So breakaway galore. <laughs> Anything can happen no. and will happen. Yeah. Well, you can see when we, we talked about the teams with confidence, um, no doubt. I mean, Sunweb and, and, and UAE both don't really have a GC rider there, but they'll win stages. Like David Formolo will win a stage. Dilo Cruz will probably win a stage. Um, and same with Sunweb. Rob Rob Power gets up gets up the road. Yeah. Um, they'll definitely throw everything they can. The fast boys that are heading there, Sam Bennett and Ackerman, are the ones that probably stand out for me. I don't think there's really any other tier one sprinters. Maybe um, maybe Jasper Philipson from UAE. Mm-hmm. He can he can mix it. But um, I'm looking forward to the, the Bennett-Ackerman duel on I'm not sure how many out-and-out sprints there are, but mm-hmm. um, those ones, they'll be around the mark. Wasn't his best move, Ackerman chasing Caleb the other day, was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Got himself I in trouble. That. I did watch that, Campbell, after you pointed it out. I hadn't mm-hmm. seen the chop. Max, did you see the footage of the chop that he managed to do? He was one one second he was hard on the fence. Next, he was middle of the other lane. You know it's bad when your other seven teammates of Bora stop to see the guy <laughs> on the ground. Um, it takes away how good Caleb was, but it was a, it was an amazing move from, from uh, Ackerman. Um, mm. Interesting. I mean, I'm new 
sort of cycling. Well, I'm not. I've all been a cycling fan for a while, but I just wonder why Ackerman goes to a team with Sagan. He just has so little opportunity to perform, and he's such a high-quality sprinter. So I hope he does do something um, and challenges Bennett. But Bennett, is if he's got the tour form, no one can really challenge him. Mm. Yeah. Good point. I think Bennett was he was at Bora and shifted yeah. to to get a full leadership role. Ackerman has one more year left on his on his contract with Bora twenty twenty one. So I don't know. Is it almost in his interest to to stay there? Sargon is probably coming towards the end ish. Really thirty. He's probably not like that top top sprinter. But you probably think that as long as Peter Sargon's in the team, he's probably going to be the number one, whether he's got the legs or not. Yep. Mm. The only other sprinter, well, he's not a sprinter, he's a tier two sprinter, Magnus Court, the welter specialist, loves a hard finish for EF. I don't mind him coming into the back end of the season. Hasn't raised a heap, but for a dirty bunch kick at the welter, I think he'll be uh, well around the mark. Has he has he dropped off the face of the earth a little bit? Well, a Magnus? little bit, a little bit. He was the hottest under twenty three. He was, and then he was with he went straight into Mitchelton, then Astana. Yep. So onto his onto his third pro team. Not sure what that means, but yeah, he just hasn't been as uh, as busy as what he perhaps was in his in his earlier earlier years, which is always a concern. Have He's you seen um... that? You go, Alex. He's in that kind of hard region of he's not super quick. He's not an out-and-out sprinter. Yeah. Um, needs it to be pretty specific, whereas in under-23s, when you're that good, you can just win it whatever you want. Yeah. He was pretty much, unless Caleb's there, he was winning. Yeah. Um, have you guys seen the time trial, by the way? It's... Um... It's got this nasty, nasty steep climb at the end, which Primoz did not handle too well in the tour. <laughs> Correct. It's very um, welter, isn't it? Just to to just chuck something like that at the end of the only TT of the race. Um, yeah. So, but the eighteen stages is interesting. Climbs very early. Majority of stages suit climbers. So Ackerman and Bennett probably only have three or four stages to really go for. It's probably why the sprinters aren't, aren't necessarily here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, it, it, it's going to be jam-packed. There'll be an Australian win. Um, Jay McCarthy, probably favourite out of the Aussies to take a stage. Maybe Rob Power. Um, maybe someone from Mitchelton. There's a bit of horsepower in Mitchelton, that kind of real part-time. They've got to be in the move. They've got to be in the right move. But Edmo, Nick Schultz, Rob Stannard's pretty quick as well. Stannard. He, he's, I get the feeling that these sort of – the world is going to suit him, <laughs> like a Magnus yeah. Court kind of sprinter. Just, you know, sniff out a little scrap. I, 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 think, I think that's a good call from you, Alex. Well, and he's been well. He's been really around the mark, kind of a third, a second in a couple of rounds, and an eighth in an Italian one day. So he's been on the mark there. Uh, the other Australian too, Ben Dybul, NTT Pro Cycling Grand Tour debut. Filthy. Sure, there's a filthy finale in there for him. Is this I'd the like last to- NTT race? 
maybe. What yeah, is there anything after this? Is the world at the end of the line for the season? I think it just might be. Um, I'll do some research, talk within yourself. Mm. Well, by the looks of their team, I dare say they're going to be riding uh, all of them for contracts. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, just cohesion. Like, there's definitely no uh, team goal there by the looks of things. Um, It'll be good to see tends... Dybul actually get a chance, though, because at yeah. his best, he he's a super climber. And I think these steep climbs, if he can somehow be in the right place, he, uh, traditionally positioning hasn't been his strong point. So if he can get into a move and, and be able to just show his proper climbing qualities, I think he he's a chance of a stage if he's if he's got good legs, if he comes in with form, which you'd expect he will do. If it's a grand tour, your first grand tour, you're probably going to show up with some good nick. Mm. Uh, the other Australians in there, Rory Sunderland's doing his last race, hanging it up last uh, next year after he went pro. Well, he went to Europe with the Rabobank Conti team to do his apprenticeship in 2002. Yeah. <laughs> He's been a pro a long time. That's some XP. Wow. That's good going. That's good going. So he finishes up his uh, very long career. Cameron Worth is back racing Grand Tours after becoming an Ironman. Uh, Mitch Docker at EF Pro Cycling and Jay McCarthy. Be interesting to see if he gets up any opportunities with Ackerman there. Mm. Or because he needs he's still looking for a contract mm. for next year. Yeah. What better time than the, the Vuelta to come around? Yeah. Opportunities yep. galore for that sort of rider. I think Bora were planning to have Emmanuel Bookman here. So um, I dare say they, they would have been based around a lot of their GC guys, would have been McCarthy and, and Ackerman by themselves. So there's potentially chances to get up the road. Um, now, I think Groshnard is probably their best up the hill now, and he um, is a doubtful top 10 placer. Yeah. Where do you guys see the Smoky coming from? Because it's been that sort of year where anything can happen and will happen. Where Where well, is it? Where Where is the value lying? The, I, I think it's a, like apart from Jumbo, but Jumbo can blow up potentially. I doubt they will, but they can. Um there's there's some genuine smokies. So like a a wog poles, a wog poles <laughs> riding for Bahrain McLaren with um, a pretty much all in for wog poles type team, um, mm-hmm. and then the Guy Martin confidence have been um, having haven't had a, a win this year. I don't think um, so. They'd be they'd be wanting a stage win at least. Um, and I also think David Gadu. Um, I just I just like what he brings, and I, I just hope that he gets a bit of freedom. Tim Wellens from 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 Lotto. Um, there's some guys that can get a top five here because of um, the like the cream at the top's really good, but then at fifth to tenth, there's a chance to really make a name for yourself. Yeah, Alex, someone that we haven't touched on that we we're getting real excited about for the Giro is Vlasov. He's managed to get himself on the start list here. So yeah. um what what did he step off for? Was he did he crash or was he just ill? I think he was ill. Um, yeah. So didn't have the Rona apparently, so 
that's a positive. Uh, but he's back on there. I put him on the podium for the Giro, so that'll be interesting. Him and, him and the him and the Izaguirre bros might get up to no good yeah. on the roads of Spain. Yeah. Um, any other Smokies, Campbell, that you can pick out there? I don't think so. I, I think Michael is Woods is probably my semi-Smokey. I know it's not that wild, but besides yeah. that, I can't. Nah, I'm not going to put any. Maybe Rui, maybe Rui Costa. Kenny Ellisond to get a little bit of license. You were talking about that Trek team with your mate to court. Doesn't ooze depth. No, Kenny Ellison probably is the one. Rode really well for Rich. He did. Former low for UAE to not hunt stages and focus on a GC. Possibly. He's, he uh, just based off last year with his classics form, it, or is it? it was it earlier this year? I can't remember when he was going well at classics. It just seems like he's better for that one stage rather than hanging on to a GC group. Yeah. Mm. Was it Liege was second at? Liege was second last year, I think. He won a stage, uh, one of the lead-up races of the Tour this year. Dan Martin's heading up Israel Cycling Academies. Now, that's that's the smoky (laughs) right there. Yeah, he's a smoky. He's smoky to blow up on a stage. <laughs> yeah, uh, but there's a, there's a wealth there's a wealth of tier two sprinters. I think uh, there, you know what is... you know something that I was going to bring up is a chance to save their season is Jakob Moreshko from CCC. He's a good sprinter. He loves a scrap. If anyone's going to save CCC season, it's this guy, the Italian sprinter. Yeah. They do yeah. have, which I, is their best climber in their team racing as well, and Yan Hurt, mm-hmm. uh, better than Ilnor Zakarin. Um, so Yan Hurt could be a chance to save their season on a stage at some point. Yeah. Tips? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I, coming into this, I, I kind of want to go Roglic, Dumoulin, Kutz in a, in a <laughs> but I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Uh, also, if you are listening, um, put your tips in the comments. It'll be interesting to see. And take a yeah. screenshot of it, Alex, because I want to see who gets this right. Um, I think I'm ready to go. I think I'm ready to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Roglic. Um, to win. Mars second. He's back and, up in the tour. Yeah, yeah. Mars second and Carapaz third. <laughs> so you've gone from you've gone from. It's wild. I know. I I need to go. I know Roglic is mainstream, but I need to try something else for the the round <laughs> of the podium. I'd love to know what's in your mind with the Carapaz pick. <laughs> what happens to Froomey? Uh, what does he does he blow up? I don't. I don't know. Froomey, just Froomey was in shock and Nick a couple of months ago. I don't think you can come up that quick. 
maybe I'm wrong, but don't know. Do, do you do you genuinely see Farumi as a as a chance for a top three? I don't see him as a chance as a top three per se, but I just don't think Carapaz will get that license that early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one has been willing to put their uh, their name against the top three in the comments. I would as well if I didn't have to. Um, <laughs> I I I agree with Campbell that Roglic's going to win. He's going to be sour from um, the tour. This is mm-hmm. to make make the year okay. I really don't know who's going to come second. I'm going to go to third. Third will be Tommy D. Third will be Tommy D. He'll be a bit sour. If you're looking up at Roglic going, oh, geez, she didn't have to do a job for you on stage 13 um, because he thought he could have win the set with it themselves. And second, Thibaut Pinot. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure is off. He's going to put his hat in the ring. He's got a lot to make up from from the tour. There is – this is the scenario where Thibaut can perform. Okay. I'm I'm throwing curveballs here, um, but I'm going to agree with you on the winner. Uh, Primoz will win. Um, Vlasov will be second. And tied for third – uh, amazing with the exact same time these two boys have been riding really well is David Gadu, David Gadu and Guy Martin alrighty that's uh, fantastic Rover Guinness has put his name to someone he's gone Roglic Mass and interestingly he's put Chavez on the podium I don't know. I just can't think. Yeah. I'm lost a little bit on Chavez. He tried to get in a couple of the breaks at the tour and couldn't even get across to the breaks. No. Um, yeah. Looks like he couldn't get out of his own way at the tour. Like he came in at 23rd, but you know, those trying to get into the moves, punching across just had, just had nothing. But I mean, they, they might, they might, get a good moment out of him, be able to make a, a Mitchelton Scott doco on him again, um, <laughs> winning, a, winning the stage on the Volta. That, 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 that might happen. Um, but I, I, I don't think – I think Mikhail Nieves is probably the better option there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was fourth at Burgos for Chavez um, earlier in the restart and then 11th at Poland and then okay the Tour. So – yeah, I think it's, I think we can probably expect something like that. Just just okay. That's my tip anyway. But Eddie Matthews has gone rock. There's a bit of consensus around Roglic winning. Uh, Roglic, Carapaz, and Martin to uh, round yeah. out the party. But I don't know. I'm sure everyone's laughing at everyone's picks because yeah. it's just yeah, it's a lottery. Well, the only reason why Vlasov's in there for me is because he's he's 21, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah, young. something like that. Young as. Someone, someone young's going to be riding well. Yep, and he was good pre-Giro. He was good pre-Giro. All right, cool. I think that's it. There was a lot to talk about. Then there was a lot to talk yeah. about. We don't know that at all. Um, the Giro's hotting up, and also we've got one more race to Pans on 
And I believe it's not the three days of Dipana. It's just just one day Dipana. of Dipana this year. Yeah. yeah. Just got one. It's quite easily the biggest day in cycling today without any races on. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like it a lot. Tommy McFarlane, right. he's gone Valverde. Valverde just, to do something. Your last grand tour. Just a just just a quick um trivia. Has the Giro and Volta ever overlapped before? No. Wouldn't have thought so. Surely not. You'd have to go back eighty years, I think, for it to be a chance. And you haven't got that knowledge right off the top of your head, Ken? <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> Cycling's race calendars are rogue and I don't like them at all, but they're not that they're not that wild. It's only a COVID <laughs> year that can cause grand tours to cross over. I, yeah. can, I can't believe it. There's we're not even into- an option for someone to back up the Giro on the Volta. Like, there's not even an option to do it. No. Yeah. I like Max's shout though at the start. Rip Tao out of the out of the Giro. Go, <laughs> boy, this is too hard. Let's go for the let's go for the Vuelta. <laughs> Thank you, man. Now the guys who are looking good now get Sagan back in Bora. <laughs> well, it gives you more more race days. You can't start the Vuelta from week one. <laughs> get those extra race days in. All right. Thanks for joining us, uh, everyone. Thanks, in the Appreciate it for all your input. Uh, thanks, Max. Thanks, Campbell. And um, we'll be back here tomorrow at 5.30 to do it all again. Thanks, boys. See ya.